0: Hello beautiful souls and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you all are doing well. I am so happy to be back today with another episode for you. In today's episode, it's very much inspired by my own personal struggles as of currently. I've recently realized that something that I really struggle with is living life in constant survival mode. And the thing is, I know that I am not the only one who feels this way. I feel like so many of us are actually stuck on survival mode. Just due to the fact that, you know, society is set up the way that it is, and because of, you know, early past traumas, I mean, we all have something from early in childhood that probably has kind of created this sense of survival mode. There are so many factors that can contribute to living your life on survival mode. So, In today's episode, I really want to unpack this topic, mention, you know, some signs that you may also be living your life in survival mode, and how to kind of work through it. And I want to start this off by saying that I am not a licensed therapist or a licensed psychologist, and I always, always, always recommend seeking out help especially from a licensed therapist psychologist doctor whomever it may be there are so many beneficial forms of therapy out there and I really do find that therapy can be so helpful when you find the right one for you so when I go over today's topic it's really just coming from a place of my own personal experience and how I've been managing my own sense of survival mode so just keep that in mind but if you are ready to jump into today's topic then let's get into it So what is survival mode? I think of survival mode as essentially just living life on autopilot, going through the day-to-day motions, feeling as if you are just existing and not really living. Stress levels are high, you're constantly in a state of fear, high anxiety, on alert for something to go wrong, constantly trying to prepare yourself for the worst-case scenarios and really just struggling to feel safe. And Like I was saying before, I find that survival mode can stem back to really stressful or traumatic situations in life. With trauma, there are always different levels of trauma, right? Whether it be that you had a near-death experience or you grew up in an abusive home or you watched your family struggle financially or you yourself struggled financially living paycheck to paycheck. These are all just a few examples of situations that I feel like can contribute to living in a state of survival. And to be honest... We are all kind of constantly living in a state of survival because we are here just trying to survive after all, right? We want to make sure that our basic needs are met and that we're eating and we're resting and we're making money to keep shelter above our heads. So of course, we are naturally going to have this survival instinct within us. But I do think that there are different levels of how high the survival mode is turned up and having it turned up too high can really affect how you live your day-to-day life. And lately I have been realizing that this is something that I still need to work through. My survival mode is turned up higher than I would like for it to be and in particular I think a lot of it has to do with finances and feeling safe and secure financially, but because of these limiting beliefs and these fears that i'm still having to work through this often spills over to other areas of my life so let's start with talking about some signs that you might be living your life in survival mode and what i find the most common sign is is having high anxiety and high stress and just feeling completely drained energetically And where does anxiety usually stem from? Well, I find that it usually stems from fear, right? Fear is so common because as humans, we naturally want to be able to know the outcome of situations. We want to be able to see that everything is going to work out. And when we don't know what the outcome is going to be, and we don't know if everything is going to work out, that can create fear. Fear, which leads to stress and anxiety. And for me in particular, how fear has been showing up lately in my life is just in so many different ways. I've noticed that lately I've been fearing my finances and fearing, you know, how much income I'm making. And it's Ironic, really, because I feel like I deal with this energy at least once a year, and a lot of the times it happens when Mercury is retrograde. Without fail, I normally lose some clients around this time, or something comes up that gives a real blow to that income that is coming in, and this Mercury retrograde just so happens to be in the sign of Taurus, and Taurus rules over finances, so it's no surprise that during Mercury retrograde I'd be stressing and revisiting my finances. And really, I think that this is all happening so that I can really, one, work through this fear of being without money or fear of losing it all, and two, really allowing myself to kind of gain some of my time back, right? Because for a while, I was taking on a lot of client work and I didn't really have a lot of time to prioritize my own needs. I didn't have a lot of time to prioritize my hobbies. Things that really lit me up and like the thing is, I enjoy my client work. I enjoy what I do. You know, I talk about how I don't talk about marketing anymore, but that doesn't mean that I don't have marketing clients. That's something I've learned to accept about myself is that I'm a manifesting generator. I am multi passionate. I have a lot of things that I enjoy doing. So I'm not going to just focus on one thing. I'm going to focus on a lot of different things. However, this can also burn me out and drain my energy. So what I really think is happening is that this is really happening for the universe to be like, all right, Elle, like you have to take a step back, you have to kind of reevaluate your time and your time management. And we're going to take away some of the client work for you right now. And I know this seems scary, and you're afraid because you're losing income from it. But know that it's going to be okay. And you can rest a little bit like it's safe for you to rest. And so that's what I think is really happening. And I always, I always say that, like, the universe is constantly testing us, challenging our beliefs, and really getting us to revisit our beliefs, and so for me, this is just, you know, I have years and years of conditioning where I always believed that I had to struggle to make money, that it's not easy to make money, that if I'm not working really, really hard, then the money is not going to come in. I watched my mom most of my life work multiple jobs, you know, to pay bills, and my parents had divorced when I was in sixth grade. Grade and ever since then, I watched my mom, a single mom with no support from my dad, just busting her butt at work, working multiple jobs, and even then, it was still a struggle for her to afford things. And I watched my parents lose their house to the bank when the whole like housing market crisis happened back in like what was it, two thousand and eight or whatever, and all of these things financially that came up, where it was like my parents had money, they. Had an okay, I mean, average income. And then all of a sudden, my dad got hurt at work and he lost his job. And from there, everything that they had was just out the window, financially, especially. And that has been what was modeled to me. So now I have this conditioned belief that that's going to happen to me. Like, what if one day, all of a sudden, something happens and I lose it all? And so that's been something that I've really had to work through. But you know my mom she did always make sure that we had a roof over our head even if that meant you know moving in with my aunt for some time or you know living with a relative in order to make sure we still had a roof over our head so I was really grateful for that but to this day my mom is still a hard-working person she still works all the time more than one job she's always working she struggles to relax always doing something and that mentality was kind of passed down to me because that's all I ever known and then my dad you know he struggled financially after the divorce he was living in someone else's garage at one point so when it came to wealth I was never really around someone who was rich and seen as wealthy so therefore my mind really struggles to believe that that is possible Because it was never shown to me by those around me that it is possible. So therefore, my mind really struggles to believe that that is possible for me. And I'm sure many of you listening are probably struggling with something similar. I'm sure you can relate to that. And I'm sure that it is hard to work through money mindset and to let go of that fear of being without money, that fear of losing it all, that fear of never being able to afford more than the bare necessities. So when it comes to making money for myself, it's, it's just some deep freaking work that I need to really unpack and really transform in order to mentally get to a place in my life where I am able to feel safe financially and to not stress over the, well, what if I lose it all? Or will I always have to struggle and live on edge about my finances? And you know, I could have a cushion to fall back on and I would still feel unsafe financially. I mean, because if you've been listening for a while, then you know that I, I have had moments in my life as a teen in my early 20s where I got myself into a lot of debt and I wasn't able to afford groceries and I was living paycheck to paycheck. So I always reflect back on that with this that I'm gonna have to go back to that point in my life. And if you've been through something where you really struggled and then you finally get through that struggle, there's always that fear that you may have to go back to that point of struggle again. And I think really working through that fear and believing that you don't have to struggle, you don't have to go back to that place, it takes time and it takes a lot of work. But what I think we can also so easily forget is to really honor the growth that we have gone through right because i'm in a place today that i used to pray so freaking hard for to just have my own home that was a healthy living environment and to be able to afford my own car instead of having to share one with my husband these are all little milestones that i have worked towards that i have made happen but I've forgotten to really acknowledge and be grateful for. And so if you're listening, maybe you have felt a similar way where you really struggled to feel safe financially, where you really struggled with a lack money mindset due to past experiences or past struggles, or maybe you also saw your family struggle financially, struggling with that fear that you may lose it all. But what I think has really been helping me is really reminding myself that there is a divine plan at play here. I have really had to tune into a faith over fear mindset because what we focus on is what we notice. So if I'm so focused on the lack of clients coming in, or I'm focused on the money that I don't have, if I keep focusing on all of the struggles, that's when I'm gonna continue to notice, the struggles in my life, the things that I'm lacking. So what we really want to do, or what I've really been trying to do, is to focus on what I do have and to be grateful for it. Every time I pay a bill, I don't sigh anymore. I remind myself that it is safe to pay this bill and that money is going to come back to me. And if I think back to all the stressful situations that I've been in, especially financially, I remind myself that I got through it and that life does not have to be a constant struggle and I think so many of us struggle with that. So many of us have this conditioned belief that life is filled with struggle, that we're not allowed to just have abundance unless we struggle and this again is something that I'm really working on for myself, relearning that life isn't meant to be constant struggle. It doesn't have to be. We can enjoy life. We are, you know, worthy of abundance. We are worthy of making money easily. Life can be easy. And, you know, half of the time, my own fears is what is making life so freaking difficult. Half the time, it's not reality that is causing our struggles. It's our own mind, our fears of what could go wrong. And to be honest, I know fear far too well. I have grown up around fear my entire life. And this was another revelation that I had the other day. As a child, there were just so many experiences that happened early on in my life that created so much fear fear within me. From, you know, experiencing the loss of my best friend's parents when I was in fifth grade, they were my second parents, they were my escape at the time, and that created this fear of death, this fear that I was going to lose my own parents, especially my mom. I was so fearful that there were things that happened to me that reflected back this fear. I remember one day, it was probably a year or so after the loss of my best friend's parents, she had to then move away from me. She was actually my neighbor at the time, so I was used to just having her next door to run to when my home environment felt hostile, and ever since then, you know, she was no longer there. The next safest thing for me was my mom, but I had now this huge fear of losing her because I had seen my best friend lose her mom and lose her dad, so I thought that could happen to me. And I I remember like looking back at it now, the universe used to reflect this fear back to me a lot. And one way that this happened was I was at another friend's house one night and I got a phone call from my dad and he was telling me that my mom had just been rushed to the hospital because she had been struck by lightning. And I remember the fear and the panic that I felt like, oh my god, it's happening. My worst fear is coming true. My mom's going to die. But she ended up being okay. Thank god. But it was still a moment in my life that brought so much fear my way and really reflected the fear that I felt as a child and from there you know my mom was also always so afraid of storms rightfully so and so was I and then another fear of mine growing up was fire right because I watched my neighbor's house burn down at a really young age so I used to have panic attacks before bed or when I lived alone because I was so afraid that a fire would happen and the fear was so intense and this fear ended up again getting reflected back to me in a sense when my mom and I and my brother we had just moved into a home out in a new town and it was the night before my first day at this new school and all of a sudden the fire alarms are going off at like two in the morning and I remember instant panic that came across me as I jumped out of bed and I was just like, Oh my god, my biggest fear is coming true and like my house is about to burn down right now like oh my god. And my mom was panicked too. So what do we do? She takes us into the car and drives us to the police station instead of just calling, you know, 911 or like the fire department. And I remember just again that that state of panic, that state of fear from me and my mom just being like oh my god like our house is burning down but my mom didn't want to sit there and wait she was too afraid because we were living on our own so that was really intense our house ended up being fine there was just some malfunction with the fire detectors but again it was just that constant state of fear and panic that I was around you know so as a child, there were just so many situations I was witnessing all around me that just reflected back this, we need to be in survival mode. We need to make sure we're prepared for the worst case scenario because something bad is going to happen and you need to just be prepared. And this was very much how my mom lived her life too. So it's been really difficult navigating my own fears and as I'm older, the fears, they never really went away. They more so took on a new form, like the fear of stepping outside of my comfort zone, the fear of being seen. I think I actually self-sabotage myself because I am so afraid that one day my content will go viral and now all of a sudden. I have so many eyes on my content and that in itself kind of stresses me out because I see the way that social media can be towards other people and how hateful and mean people can be and that energy that scares the shit out of me and because of that because of that fear I don't put myself out there as much as I could and I block my own creative goals and my own success due to fear of being seen and fear of being noticed and these are all revelations that I've been having. Recently, And I gotta tell you, it's freaking difficult to navigate and maybe you can relate to, you know, wanting to be a creative entrepreneur. Maybe you want to start a podcast or a YouTube channel or maybe you want to start a TikTok but you're so afraid of the judgment or you're afraid of what could happen if you actually do take off and now have eyes on you. I get it. That is stressful. And the last bit of fear recently that I've felt like has been coming to the surface and really creating this survival mode mentality and stress in itself is the fear of not being able to conceive a child. And to be honest, this one has been hitting me so hard most days. I feel like the trying to conceive journey can easily put you on survival mode you're always constantly on edge tracking your cycles trying to make sure you know when you're ovulating so you can get to work and hopefully conceive that baby and then you go through you know the two-week wait over analyzing every single symptom hoping that maybe this time the symptom is not all in your head and that you actually are pregnant and then you take the test just to find out that yep once again you over analyzed and you are in fact not pregnant. I have been dealing with this process, you know, for the past two years and it has been just so emotionally draining. I can feel all of the emotions rise to the surface when I find out someone I know is pregnant and I actually just experienced this recently when I found out a good friend of mine was pregnant and, you know, it's such a weird experience when you find out that someone got what you really so badly wanted that you so badly have been trying to get and you just haven't been able to get it or achieve it like and this could go for anything right like maybe you really want to buy a new house and you're struggling to be able to do so but then all of a sudden you find out your best friend just bought a new house rightfully so you're gonna feel some type of way On one end, I'm extremely overwhelmed with joy, extremely happy for my friend. I could not be more excited for her. I know that she is going to be an amazing mom and I am so, so happy that she did not have to experience the pain that comes along with infertility. But on the other hand, I catch myself feeling jealous, right? And wishing that that was me and I got all emotional and I had to step away because I so badly wanted to be present in that moment celebrating with everyone, but it triggered the shit out of me. It made me feel so sad for myself because I so badly want to experience that excitement and that joy that she is feeling knowing that she is becoming a mother. It's like the most frustrating situation because I then catch myself guilting and shaming myself for being sad and feeling the way that I do and I'm just like, hold it together. This is her moment. Don't ruin it. Go and show her how happy and excited you are for her. But What I'm realizing is that you can actually, in fact, be two emotions at the same time. You can be really happy for your friend, but you can also feel that pain of the trigger instead of trying to push that emotion away. And so anyways, all of this is just to really say that fear is often something that turns our survival mode all the way up. Fear and control, trying to control things that are out of our control that can also cause this feeling of survival mode because the fear is often coming because we cannot control the outcome or we have no idea what the outcome is going to be so that alone in itself creates that fear so then you may be thinking well what the what the hell is the key here like how do how do we work through that and for me it's really been again leaning more into gratitude focusing on what i do have rather than focusing on what I lack, focusing on my faith. And I know that's such a cliche thing, but when you lean into faith, it really does help because you're no longer worrying and stressing about the potential what could happen. Trusting that instead of the worst case scenario playing out, what if the best case scenario works out. What if I get everything I need and more, but it's all about divine timing, really believing and trusting that the universe is going to provide for me and that I am worthy of abundance and I am worthy of a life that is not filled with struggle, that I am safe to feel inner peace. Because what I've also realized is that internally, I am at a constant battle with my own emotions trying to find inner peace, but my mind keeps telling me that it's not safe to be at peace, that I need to constantly prepare for if everything were to go horribly wrong, you know, then what the hell would your plan be? But do you know how draining that energy is? If this sounds like you, then yeah, you probably do know how draining that energy is. To constantly prepare for things that 90% of the time aren't even going to happen anyway. Or I end up creating chaos in my own life because I have been so used to living a life of unexpected changes that if something unexpected is not happening... My body, my mind, does not know how to handle the peace. It automatically takes the peace as a sign of stagnation or as a sign of boredom. And then all of a sudden, my mind is like, let's fuck shit up. Like, how can we create chaos in your life to bring on excitement again? It's actually insanity when I think about it. Survival mode can also look like always working towards the next big thing instead of living in the present moment. Like, you know, I'll finally feel at peace once I get this job or once I get this home or once I hit this milestone, then I'll finally be happy. And then all of a sudden you're hitting it, you're hitting that next milestone and you're automatically now thinking about the next big milestone that you can hit. And before you know it, you're living life to constantly reach all of these milestones just to realize that inner peace is not coming from these milestones. Inner peace is choosing contentment right here, right now, in this moment, despite the fact that you may not have hit those milestones yet, or despite the fact that everything is not, you know, working out exactly how you planned it to. Because truth is, most of the time, when you reach a milestone, you are still probably going to feel like it's not enough until you finally choose to acknowledge that inner peace is a choice dependent on you internally, not dependent on external factors. You can have all the money in the world and still struggle with inner peace. You could have the fanciest house, the nicest car, a job that you always wanted, and still struggle to find inner peace. The key is to really choose to allow yourself to feel at peace as you are and the rest will follow. And that is so hard to do because we live in a day and age of technology and outside noise, comparison, and all of these conditioned beliefs that taught us how to pretty much disrupt our own inner peace completely. So it's really all about unlearning and finding contentment and being grateful for your life regardless because Even amidst, you know, some of my darkest days, there is still something for me to be grateful for. But sometimes life can get so heavy, it can get so dark, that it's really hard to lean into that, which is why therapy has been such a crucial part of my life. Because I have been there in those dark days where it was so freaking hard for me to see any bit of light, but it did get better. It did and maybe, you know, you have had moments in your life where you thought it would not get better, but before you know it, it did get better. Now another sign of survival mode is being afraid to take a rest. Again, this is something that I think has just been modeled to me all of my life that I really struggle with myself, just being afraid to take a break, to take a rest, to go on vacation, especially as someone who is self-employed, I have this belief that Which is this fear that if I take a break or if I allow myself to rest and not focus on work, then I'm going to lose it all, that my numbers are going to drop, that everything is going to go down, something will just backfire and I'll lose all my progress. So of course, because I'm so heavily fixated on this, oftentimes it is reflected back to me. But instead, I really need to work on having proper systems in place so that I can allow myself to rest without fearing and stressing that shit's going to hit the fan or everything's going to go downwards when I do take that much-needed break. Reminding myself that it is safe for me to rest and that everything is going to be okay. Because if you think about it, if you don't prioritize rest, then you are constantly pouring from an empty or half-full cup, which means that your results potentially are not gonna be as good as they could be if you were fully rested and recharged. So when you give yourself the time to rest, you are able to produce better results and can give a lot more of your energy and effort. Therefore, you know, it is really so, so important to prioritize resting just as much as productivity, just as much as work. Setting the proper work-life balance, the proper work-life boundaries, that is what is so so crucial and then another sign that you're living in survival mode is when you have no time for yourself and that you know you're constantly living for other people and a lot of this is learned in childhood of course if you lived in an environment for example where you had to walk on eggshells then this normally creates this version of self that is just so accustomed to tuning in to reading the energy of other people that you tend to just suck it up and please others rather than honoring your own emotions. You probably say yes to things that you want to say no to because you're not wanting to let down other people or you don't want people to get mad at you for saying no. So you have this fear of conflict that keeps you unhappy and keeps you in this state of survival. Conflict does not always have to be a bad thing though, but so many of us grew up in homes where people did not know how to have healthy conflict or, you know, healthy communication. So that leads to us growing up literally fearing communication and conflict to the point where we push our own needs and our own emotions aside to make sure that everyone else is happy, that everybody else's needs are being met and just in fact, in order to keep the peace, right? But what's really happening is an internal discomfort and a disruption to your own internal peace. And if I have learned anything at all over the years, it's that the universe is always reflecting back to you the energy that you feel within. So it is actually a lot more beneficial for you to make sure that you are prioritizing your inner peace. And a huge component of that is making sure that you are communicating your needs you're communicating your emotions and prioritizing filling up your own cup too having that time to yourself to rest to recharge to do things that you really freaking enjoy so if you continue to just people please you'll find that it often leads to resentment frustration passive aggressive behavior and just criticizing I also learned that you have to find self-acceptance because if you are constantly living to be accepted and approved by everyone else, then you are living in a state of survival mode and you are living for other people and you're not living for yourself. And this is your life. And as far as we know it, this is the one life that we get to live. Like, I mean, honestly, I believe we do have many lives that we've lived before and that we'll live, we'll live through again, but... That's not fact. I don't know that for a fact. No one really knows what we do when we die. No one really knows how many lives we live. But what we do know is that this is our life right here, right now. And we should be living it how we want to live it on our own terms. We should be enjoying it, doing things that fill up our cup, being grateful for the little things, the fresh air, the ability to breathe, the ability to feel our emotions, the good and the bad, the lessons we learned, and just finding growth in that. That there's growth that is on the other side of those heavy emotions that we have to learn how to navigate through. There are days where I have just cried and wanted the pain to end, where I thought it would be easier if I just was not here doing this this thing called life, but As I've gone through this crazy healing journey, I've realized that my life matters and so does yours. We all have a huge role to play and your story is going to inspire so many around you. Just you being you is going to light up the world of so many around you. Survival mode is hard. It is draining. But the more that you take back your power by saying, you know what? I don't want to live this way anymore. And you start by making just small adjustments. It could be as simple as making sure that when you wake up, you're focusing on the little things that bring you joy, like a cup of coffee. You start the day by saying, today is going to be such an amazing day. And as you move through your actions, ask yourself, am I taking this action out of love? Or am I taking this action out of fear? Because ultimately what survival mode comes down to is learning how to no longer operate out of fear. Fear is what keeps us in a state of survival. So finding faith has helped me a lot when it comes to navigating through the fears and really believing and trusting in a bigger plan, learning through the setbacks, choosing to be grateful, leaning into a growth mindset, choosing to be happy first rather than waiting for my life to be that perfect vision that is in my mind because you have to choose to be happy. You can't wait for things to be easier or wait for things to be how you visioned it before you choose to be happy. That is how you work on getting out of survival mode. You reflect on where you currently are not happy and you ask yourself, Why? Why have you not made changes to help you break free from the pattern that you feel so stuck in? You don't like your job? Well, why haven't you quit? You aren't happy with your partner? Well, why do you stay? What you'll probably realize is that 99% of the answers are going to relate to some sort of fear that holds you back from making those changes. So start there. Unpack your fear. Realize that the worst case scenario is not always going to happen. And remember how far you have gotten because I can almost guarantee that you are currently living out something that you were once praying for. Even the little things. Life is always working out for us but we really have to allow ourselves to believe that because it's so easy to become a victim of our own circumstances instead of accepting that this is reality but I have the power to change it and truly just leading with a growth mindset has been such a game changer allowing myself to just be a true student of life and learn through the experiences remembering that duality exists You cannot have tough times without really, really good times and vice versa. So even when things are really, really tough, there are always going to be better days ahead. Remember that. So that is the message that I have for you guys today. I really hope that it resonated in one way or another. If you feel called to leave a podcast review, it helps me so, so much. And I'm forever grateful for the reviews and the positive feedback that you guys share with me. I would love to also connect with you on social media. I am at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. I am sending you guys so, so much love. Until next time. (music) Thank <music>